Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Grilled Cheese and Rosé, where we discover all the different blends within life. This is your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is season two, episode three, titled, Discover Why You're Single. Yes, we're going to talk about it. We're going to have a very candid conversation, just you and I, there's no guests today, it's just me sharing my heart with you. I'm gonna talk about some of my own experiences, but this is really about you. This is about you discovering some things that maybe you haven't looked at, or maybe you don't wanna touch, or maybe you don't wanna acknowledge or own or take responsibility. But this is about you. This is discover why you're single. So if you're married, unfortunately, I apologize. This episode is not for you. And just to clarify, single, is non-married. I understand that if you're in a relationship, um, you may feel like you're not single, but maybe you want to chime in because maybe some of these things can help you have a better quality relationship. So let's dive in. Okay. So listen, I don't claim to be a relationship coach or a dating coach. I am a self-discovery coach and speaker. I help you discover the different areas that may have blockage or may um, interrupt the quality of life or may help you see how this area impacts another. So I do not claim to be, you know, to have the perfect relationships or any of that sort, but this is about discover why you're single. I think a lot of times within this day and age, especially if you're over 30, Sometimes we have a tendency to blame other people, to blame the opposite sex as to why um, we're single. And this goes for men and women. I think there's been so many things that have happened over the last decade that has shifted the way that we have relationships, definitely the way that we meet and the way that we date. Expectations have changed. Roles have changed. Um when they probably shouldn't have, to be quite honest. So I think there's a lot of things that we have to address before we place blame on the opposite sex. Meaning, you know, as women, we blame, well, there's no good men or men aren't, you know, uh, pursuing like they used to, or men aren't the same. And then for men, it's like, well, there's no women out there that are domestic or that know how to submit and everybody's, you know, um, pro girl power and all of this stuff. And those are true statements within context, right? But let's, let's talk about us. Let's talk about you and let's talk about some things that maybe you haven't touched on. Like, How's your attitude when you're dating and when you're in relationships? How do you feel about yourself? Do you feel that you come to the table with really core qualities, characteristics, not what's in your bank account, not the business that you started, not the way that you look or the way that you dress or your beard or your Malaysian hair, not those things, but just the core of who you are, your character Do you feel like you come to the table as a whole healthy person? Because if you don't or you haven't, that translates into the type of dating experience and also relationship that you'll have. You know, 
Let's think about past relationships that you've encountered. Have you really taken time to heal from them and really overcome certain insecurities that were created or certain, you know, trust issues that may have developed from those past relationships? Have you dealt with them in a way that you're not carrying them over into a new dating experience? Are you utilizing another person to get over the former person? That's unfair. That's not okay. Because how would you like to be treated, you know, as such that somebody uses you to get over someone that they just, that just broke their heart or whatever. It's unfair. And so sometimes we have a tendency to point the finger, you know, and like the old saying, there's, you know, four more or three more pointing back at you. Because you're pointing at the other person, but you're not looking at the areas that maybe you've neglected that are impacting your dating experience, your relationship experiences, and possibly people may not be to want to be around you. And that's something that you may really have to address that like if your attitude is not the greatest or you feel like as a woman a man should have to break down a brick wall in order to just get to know you, that's unacceptable. You know, I always say men and women both have a responsibility in pursuit. I'm a firm believer of a man pursuing a woman, firm believer. But I'm also a firm believer of a woman taking responsibility within her task in being pursued because no man wants to be constantly rejected, right? So that's why a lot of times the guy will look at you from across the room or he may not approach you if you're around your friends unless you kind of, you know, give him that green light that he's not going to be shot down coming to approach you. And so our responsibility as women in that initial engagement is give him the green light. If you're interested, if you find him attractive or you're kind of intrigued by his conversation, wherever, you know, the moment is that you see him, you know, give him the green light, smile, have a pleasant face. You know, one of the things that I had to be mindful of is that I had the, I had the best, worst resting B face. I mean, it was just, it was blanket. There was no emotion on my face. And it wasn't because I was mean or didn't want to be approached. I was just focused. So anytime that I was in a grocery store, my mind was constantly moving. Well, people don't know that. Guys don't know that. And, you know, a friend of mine, a male friend of mine said to me, he said, you know, we notice you, we notice women before you guys actually notice us. Now, Um, You know, I'm a pretty observant person, so um, I don't know if that applies to me. But, you know, anyways, I I got what he was saying. And actually, I agree um, to a certain point because men, when they're visual, you know, they're I think everyone is visual to a certain degree. But I do feel like men um, and men, please correct me, you know, definitely comment on on this episode because I'm going to get to you guys, too. But comment if I'm if I'm incorrect in some areas, but I feel like men are more visual. And so if they see something that catches their eye, it's kind of like we, we've already caught their attention. Right. And then their next look is kind of like, is she approachable, especially if they're a single guy that's like interested in, you know, wanting 
to encounter you or whatever. And if you don't look pleasant, they're not going to approach. So I literally had to for like a year and I'm laughing because I really, I really would look at myself like I would have a straight face. Like my friends would say it all the time, like you just look like you don't want to be approached. So I had to be mindful that every time I went out in public, I kind of had like a pleasant you know, like resting smile (laughs) on my face that I was happy and I was approachable because even though I was approachable, I didn't look approachable. So sometimes there's small things as women that we have to work on. Um, and that also is a part of our responsibility of being pursued. And for men, it's being able to take the initiative and to put yourself out there. And I know guys are going to say, well, we do put ourselves out there. We've been putting ourselves out there. How about you guys approach us and you guys say that you're interested. And I believe in that to a certain degree. I do. Um, And I think that's also a part of like role reversal that's happened. And these are all, like I said, I want to reiterate, I'm not a life, I'm not a dating coach. I'm not a relationship coach, but I have understood the dynamic of dating. And I I would say I've understood the dynamic of people. And sometimes as people, we don't realize that we are contributing to the quality of our dating experiences because we may have expectations or maybe we've accepted certain societal things that are not for us as individuals. And if you think about it, I was just talking, you know, we just had a conversation the other day and I was sharing with the group that society is us. So we keep saying, you know, society has changed or society says this. Well, we, the people are the society. So if we begin to do things differently and we begin to set things in motion as an individual, society quotations and society um, concepts change because individually we're changing. And so the whole thing of, you know, find another man or find another woman to get over the past, that may be society. But as an individual, if you begin to change that, another individual changes that and another individual changes that and another individual changes that. So it begins to change the It begins to change the message of the society as a whole because we, the people, are, quote unquote, the society. And so I I really wanted to just take this episode to just highlight some things or really not even highlight because there's so many different areas that could possibly be contributing to or that could possibly contribute to your overall experience. But one of the things or several things I will say is look at unresolved issues because I guarantee they've created a pattern in your life. If it's unresolved, if there's been some type of trauma, if there's been some type of hurt or past relationship or daddy issues or mom issues or something happened to you as a child, or something happened to you in college, or something happened to you two years ago. If it's unresolved, it has created a pattern in your life. And so I believe that when you desire something, 
you also have to be intentional about your pursuit of what you desire. And a lot of times we'll say we want something. We'll say, I want to be married or I want to be in a relationship, but we're not necessarily always intentional about the steps and the guide and, you know, the directions that it takes in order to arrive to this destination of being married or being in a partnership or a relationship that is healthy. And it all starts with you. It all starts with you. And so if we would just take more opportunities to discover ourselves and discover these different things, you know, last week we talked about discover your state of mind, discover the things that you're processing and the emotions that you're going through, find a safe place, therapy room or real or safe friend that you can be able to expose some areas in your life that need a safe place for you to recover and for you to heal. The week before that, we talked about discover your sexy. Your sexy really allows you to deal with your confidence and allows you to deal with the way that you show up and how you show up your authentic self because there's this, um, you know, I hate to define a word with a word, but there's this oomph and the sexy within you that you've accepted about yourself that you show up differently into different in different areas of your life and so today we talk about discover why you're single and I can't tell you why you're single but what I want you to do is I want you to discover and I want you to I want you to journal I want you to think about some past relationships I want you to look at some things that maybe you you are aware of, but you didn't stop and you didn't allow yourself to heal or to overcome or to deal with or confront. Because if you did not, it's still there. And I guarantee it's created a pattern in your life because I know it did for me. It created a pattern in my life that for like three years, I was dating the same guy, just a different name. Same guy, same situation, different name. And so I had to realize there were some unresolved areas in my life, like from my parents getting a divorce. I was dealing with um, abandonment issues and didn't realize it. And I was 26 and I was dealing with abandonment issues. And so there's certain things that, you know, I'm not saying that every situation is super deep. So I I don't want to be misconstrued. Every issue isn't super deep, isn't some deep rooted issue. But what I can say, if there was any type of pain caused by something in the past, especially having to do with relationships, any type of relational pain or relational breakdown, whether it was father, mother, grandparent, guardian, sibling, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, any of those things, relational breakdown in your life, and it was not dealt with. You did not deal with it, whether you didn't go to counseling for it, whether you didn't maybe go through your own self-healing because there's things, and I'll tell you, I went to counseling for three years and I also, there are certain things within counseling that wasn't healed, so to speak, or that I didn't confront in counseling, but I did, but I confronted 
in my own self-discovery and in my own guide, whether it was through meditation, whether it was through journaling, whether it was through prayer, sometimes things are revealed to you and you can confront them and you can gradually kind of walk through the process. It was reading books. It was having a life coach. There's certain things that you can put in place that you don't necessarily have to um, process them in therapy, but therapy is such a great addition and a great starting place because you're dealing with a professional. And so there's just things that you want to confront, that you want to maybe go back and kind of dive through to see why you're single. Yes, it could be social media. It could be the change. It could be the fact that maybe in your area, there's not um, enough women or, or enough single women, or maybe you're in an area that every guy is married, or maybe you're in an area that, you know, people are separating and going through divorce. And so they're going through their own healing process, you know, whatever the case may be, maybe it's all of those things. And maybe it has nothing to do with you, right? It could just be that maybe, maybe, You being single has nothing to do with you. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But what would it hurt for you to just kind of discover and journal and process and think and meditate to see if there's some areas in your life that's turning people away from you? That you have a really great engagement, you have a really great strong start with a person and then it falls off or you have a really great, strong, you know, three to six months and then there's a breakup or it goes for three, four years because you didn't set any expectations and therefore it ends because expectations weren't met. And you've kind of I don't want to say wasted three, four years of your life, but you have adjusted three, four years of your life to someone who was not ready for the expectations or for the things that you were ready for that you desired. And that goes both ways. That's not just women, you know, women waiting, waiting for marriage. Um, That also goes for men. Men have expectations too, and they have standards and they have certain things that they're looking for. And sometimes you settle for things because it looks like what you're, what you desire and it looks like your expectation. And so you kind of give it time you give it a year or maybe she'll come around or maybe she'll be what it is that I desire because she has these other things and then you get to three years and you realize no she quite she quite isn't it she's not what I'm looking for and sometimes being in those situations longer than you should has to do with you not the not the relationship not the situation so This episode is all about you. You may not want to hear it. You may have not wanted me to tell you, hey, maybe you're single because of you. It's not about that. I'm not putting the blame on you. But what I am doing is shifting the responsibility to you that maybe you're not being intentional. How about that? (laughs) Maybe you're not being intentional. You know, a guy, a girl, a woman, a man is not going to fall off the sky and just knock on your door. That's not the way it's going to happen. They're not just going to see you in the produce aisle or the produce area and run into you and think that you're so amazing. And they're going to tell you how um, great your beard looks on you. Right. Maybe you're not going to see them in the grocery store. Maybe you have to try 
something unconventional that you feel is unconventional, like online dating. And we'll talk about that. Actually, I'm going to do a live. So stay tuned for that because I'm going to do a live about online dating because I'm an advocate for online dating. And what I will say, the reason why I'm an advocate for online dating is if you're a person of routine that you go to work, you come home, you go to your friend's house, or you're kind of like in this circle of routine, it limits your chances of running into people and meeting people. If you run in the same place, if you go to the same gym at the same time, it limits the people that you interact with. Well, online dating puts you in a pool of people that you typically wouldn't see and that you wouldn't walk by. So we'll talk about that later, but maybe you need to be intentional. Maybe it's not online dating. Maybe it's just going to a social that you typically wouldn't go to and maybe going by yourself or going to a networking event or maybe focusing on a dream that you want because maybe that dream, you pursuing that dream is going to put you in the arena around more people. You just never know. But if you don't pay, if you constantly blame other people, if you constantly blame other people You know, it's the lack of men, it's the lack of women. Women are, you know, all about, you know, materialistic things and you can't find a good woman. Everybody um, is made up and no one's natural or guys are no longer, you know, being, you know, um, I would say with confidence or um, aggressive in a, in a way of like taking initiative or pursuing or they're not showing as much effort, all of these different things, right? Could very well, like I said in the beginning, could very well be true, but maybe, just maybe, what if you changed your attitude and you found more doors opening up? Maybe if you adjusted your approach to a woman, you might find that your selections and that your options may diversify, just maybe. Maybe if you deal with the hurt from your last girlfriend or your wife or your ex-wife, rather, if you're divorced or you dealt with the guy that broke your heart um, in college or last year, maybe you would appear to be more free and you would walk into situations where you're free to love and you're free to be yourself and you're free to be vulnerable because you know that's a part of life. A lot of times we get stuck on the past that it shapes how we deal with our future and that's unfair to the new people that are coming into our life. Because to be quite honest, we probably have met our wife or our husband, but because we had unresolved matters within us, it didn't allow us to show up healthy and to show and to be free. And I've been there. And so now I operate from a place that I show up healthy in every situation. It doesn't mean that I still don't have thoughts that things don't process my, that cross my mind, or maybe I may have a moment of, you know, like, is this really something or that I'm curious about, or maybe anxious? I'm human, right? But I show up healthy And I show up willing to be vulnerable and to be myself and to be optimistic about something that I encounter, even even when disruption 
or something negative comes up. I still allow myself to think positive, to be optimistic, to give people an opportunity. Sometimes you may not be giving people the benefit of the doubt within the situation. Sometimes if you would be more lenient and more open because there's a million reasons as to why maybe that situation or maybe their response to you or maybe they didn't call again because something happened. You got to give people the opportunity to get to know them or you have to allow time. You have to allow space. You have to allow people the benefit of ebbs and flows. If life, if every other area in our life has ebbs and flows, why wouldn't it be the same when we're getting to know people who are completely from maybe different opposite sides of the world? You may have a guy who comes from a two-parent household and they were college graduates and education is really important. And you may have a woman who was raised by her father and he was a, you know, factory worker and he worked his behind off and she didn't see him much, but he was present and he was a protector and he was a provider, but she doesn't have a relationship with her mom. So she's not as nurturing and she doesn't have that womanly, um, you know, sensitivity that typically you receive from your mom because she was raised by her dad and you bring those two elements together. Now, the two people may have everything core wise and from their character, what each other needs, but you have to be able to allow people, allow space and time for you to get to find out that from other people, if that makes sense. I hope I said that right. You have to allow the space and time for you to get to know what that other person possess and the same for you because you want people to give you the benefit of the doubt. So give them the benefit of the doubt. The thing is to not allow it to go further into, okay, obviously if somebody's inconsistent, especially I always say if you're inconsistent several times in a short amount of time, you're just an inconsistent person and that doesn't work for me. Right. But Give the person time, learn the person and not just feel like, oh, that's not something that I like. So I'm just going to let them, I'm going to, I'm going to ghost them or I'm not going to text back or I'm going to let them go or I'm going to tell them about themselves or whatever the case may be, or I'm just going to let her go because she said something or she did something that I didn't like. We got to learn to communicate with people. But more than anything, we have to learn to communicate with ourselves. We have to learn to be honest with ourselves. And so this episode is a little bit longer than I thought. So if you listen to all of it through, I really hope that you got my heart for you and that you got my intentions for you to really just take a moment, take this week to look at yourself and to maybe assess some areas that you haven't touched because maybe they were painful or some past relationships. And even if it's just surface, just go back and touch it and make sure that it healed, that you just didn't put a, a, um, a bandaid over a third degree burn, you know, make sure that you really allow time to heal and no one can tell you how long that is. Maybe you only need three weeks. Maybe another person needs a year. You just never know, but you do need to allow time before you transition to another situation. And so I say it again, discover why you're single. Just see, just check and see 
if it has anything to do with you and how you may be able to adjust or compromise or change in order to get to the thing that you really desire. Anything that I speak, anything that I share, I do it myself. I do it myself. There's nothing that I encourage. There's nothing that I speak from or that I may share with my clients or that I share with my friends that I don't do myself. So I had to learn it. I had to understand that there were some things within me that was keeping me from having certain relationships that I want. Even right now, my thing that I'm doing right now is being intentional. I desire partnership. I desire marriage. So therefore, I'm being intentional. And that's my discovery. That's the thing that I discovered. I wasn't being intentional. So let's be intentional. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you know anyone that needs this episode and that needs to just maybe hear some different aspects of some things that I said that maybe it just might be you and not the other person. Share this with them. Share it with a friend. Share it with your guys. Talk about it. Maybe, you know, talk about it with your therapist. Talk about it with, you know, your parents or a, you know, a close relative that you may have and just say like, man, is there something that maybe you've seen in me or that you see me repeat or there's a pattern that you've seen of mine in my dating habits or in my relationship habits that may be keeping me from the goal of a long-term partnership or marriage? Just check and see. Check and see and share this episode with people that you know that could benefit from this. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening and I will see you guys or talk to you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Grilled Cheese and Rosé. If this is your first time with me, you can find me on social media at Meet Brittany Nicole and you can visit my website, meetbrittanynicole.me. I'm giving away free stuff every single week. All you have to do is go to my website, meetbrittanynicole.me, click on the link that says free stuff, type in your name and your email address, and you're in there. From there, I'm going to send you free stuff every single week. So be sure to share this episode and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, love and evolution.